Every business wants good customer reviews. Every customer wants a good experience. So what happens when both sides click? Or in some cases, when they don't? From Yelp and Entrepreneur Media, this is Behind the Review. Emily Washkovic, Yelp small business expert. Every week, I pick one review on Yelp and talk to the entrepreneur and the reviewer about the story and business lessons behind it. Let's see what's behind this week's review. We're coming out of the pandemic. We had already gone through some pretty serious renovations on our house that we did ourselves. We were just utterly exhausted and we had this very unique project that we needed a professional eye on because we didn't know for sure how to handle it. I googled Corbel Garage Repair and up came about five companies and I reached out to a couple that had some really good reviews, one of which was Ray's company. And he got back to me probably within half an hour, which was pretty impressive. And so that's where our connection started. That's Nikki sharing how she first found out about Eagle Eye a roofing and contracting business based in San Antonio, Texas. Let's hear Nikki's review. So far, I'm incredibly impressed with Eagle Eye from how quickly they replied to my voicemail to starting the work. I had a unique job requiring repair of rotting corbels on my garage overhang. Within three hours, I had a reply and an estimator on my property. From there, the crew came out to confirm the scope of the job and demo began on the spot. Ray's crew did an amazing work throughout. They communicated often to ensure we were aligned and finished strong. They even went above and beyond to patch some of the faulty stonework to make the project look even better. Quick response time, good communication throughout the project, and going above and beyond to patch up faulty work. From start to finish, Ray's team created a positive experience for Nikki and her husband. Let's hear how owner Ray got into the contracting business to begin with. I'm a third generation roofer. My father was a roofer and his father was a roofer. And then I was actually going to be a respiratory therapist. And I didn't want to have nothing to do with uh, contracting. So I went to school and I got my degree and became a respiratory therapist. And then my dad said he was going to pass away. And he wanted to show me all about the business before he passed away. And I said, all right, I'll go down there. I was living in California at the time. And I said, I'll go down there and I'll learn. And I liked it. And then that was it. I remember growing up helping on on commercial buildings and and stuff like that. And that's why I didn't want nothing to do with it because there's just a a lot of hard work. But then I came back and saw the other side as far as not as an employee, but as a business owner side and how to really make some good money while providing a service. I've had several interviews where entrepreneurs in a family business tell me they knew they were going to do something else entirely. And then they actually learned what the business was about, and it changed their mind. Ray, for example, likes working with clients and providing them great customer service. His quick response time was a determining factor in getting Nikki's business, and it's something he prioritizes. I actually do most of the contacting myself, but yeah, I try to return phone calls right away. Even though I got a busy day, I mean, right now with the whole COVID, believe it or not, we're actually double the workload. We just can't get to everybody. We're actually losing business because we just can't get to everybody fast enough. 
I don't have a secret. I wish someone had the secret because it is hard. I mean, it's extremely hard. I definitely try to get to everybody. Of course, some will slip through the cracks, unfortunately, but it is very demanding work as far as, you know, I'm a man of many hats. So I'll answer the phone. I'll go do the estimate. And then I'm there at the job. I got to make sure that the guys got everything that they need and make sure that the customer is happy. But it's just hard. I mean, I'm not a perfect uh, person by far as far as getting to everybody. I definitely do my best, but there are some that do slip the cracks, unfortunately. Juggling communication is hard. And depending on the size of your business, you may have to have an entire team that's focused on answering calls, responding to emails, and engaging customers through social media. But regardless of if you have a hired call center or still manage customer inquiries on your own mobile device, Prioritizing customer happiness will get you far. For Ray, that's his entire business model. Well, it's really important. I mean, I got to make sure that they're happy. I definitely want a happy customer because I believe in having a customer happy, they're going to recall me again to do more work. So definitely, if they want to, hey, Ray, I want just to get to this part of the project and then I'll take over from there. I mean, we got no problem. I price it out where it's a fair price for everybody and everybody's happy at the end of the day. But yeah, I mean, as far as trying to satisfy a customer, I do 99% of the time. I don't ask for any money up front. Actually, I have customers that have put on my reviews that they're hunting me to pay me because I don't even get to them to go pick up the check. I am just so busy where I don't even pick up money two, three weeks down the road. That's how busy I get. But I definitely want a happy customer because I definitely want to get paid as well. But yeah, definitely uh, customer service we try to give. Well, I try to give and uh, make sure my employees do the same. I'll tell them, make sure before you get too far, make sure you go over there and ask them if you want to double check your work. And they're, they're happy with that before we get too deep into the project. And it works out great that way. His crew was fantastic. They were very easy to communicate with when they were here, but it was nice to always have that direct line with him as far as they're trying out this and they would get to a point even and they would tell us, you know, the boss wanted us to talk to you when we got to this point to see, is this what you like before we move forward? So even the crew would come and check in with me in person, knock on my door to see if I liked where they were before they went into the next step. So that was impressive. And then every time one of those steps was completed, Ray would come by and check the work himself. Having open communication with the customer, especially in a service-based business, is a great way to ensure their expectations are being met and they're satisfied with the work or service. It helps avoid frustration or unhappiness with the outcome if the customer's bought into the process along the way. Similarly, Ray finds it helpful to check in frequently with his crew members. I call in. Believe it or not, I call every crew and I bug them. They they hate me bugging them. But yeah, I call them, make sure, hey, did you talk to so-and-so? And And they'll tell me yes or no. And I say, okay, well, then it's time for you to go talk. And that's how I keep on them. I never let go on the gas. When I wake up five in the morning and I'm calling everybody by six, where where y'all at? Waking everybody up. So they... They can't get enough of me all day. It's just communication with everybody. Everybody gets a phone call. Everybody lets me know how it's going. And it helps me out as far as they need materials. I make sure that I get that delivered. Or if there's an issue with a customer, I go show up personally and try to square things away. Let's take a quick break. If you're a small business owner, this is for you. Running a business is just plain hard. Endless to-do lists, employees to take care of, and your ever-present bottom line. 
So first of all, kudos to you for staying on top of it all. I want to tell you about Gusto. Gusto built an easier and more affordable way to manage payroll, benefits, and more. They help over 100,000 businesses with tasks like automated payroll tax filing, simple direct deposits, free health insurance administration, 401ks, onboarding tools, you name it, Gusto made it easy. And they really care about the small business owners they work with. Their support team is attentive and helpful. And since money can be tight right now, you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com forward slash review and start setting up your business today. You'll see what I mean when I say easy. Again, that's three months of free payroll at gusto.com forward slash review. That's G-U-S-T-O dot com forward slash review. And we're back. Ray runs a successful business, but he's still always looking for ways to improve and better himself through education. Well, I've always told my mom that I definitely want to learn, you know, be a great salesman. That was always my key. I'm not, I'm far from it, but I feel that I've always had that thing that I want to improve. I'm always taking classes. I'm always watching videos, anything to help me be a better uh, business person, reading books or listening to audio, any self-improvement things that I can get on when I'm on the road. I listen to that all the time, you know, and I think that's what helps me out a lot as far as just listening to different audio and seeing both sides of the spectrum as far as what customers expect and, and then of course, of, you know, how to deliver that service to be a better business. I definitely want to grow the business, but, uh, you know, right now we're going through I guess some growing pains because they can't get enough employees to, to keep on growing. Ray's commitment to educating himself also benefits his customers and the community. He shares that knowledge and expertise because he knows that things like high quality craftsmanship matter when you're in the contracting business. And consumers don't always know how to go about finding or hiring a reputable contractor. So for me to provide something different to the customer, I go after that education. I've come out on the, on the TV talk shows in the morning. I've done those, those interviews. Make sure that they're licensed, that they're bonded for the project, they got insurance. Make sure that they're part of the BBB so you can try to track them down. Make sure they got a web presence so you can find them. You know, look at the reviews to see if they're good or they're bad. You know, you can make a choice off of that. The basic stuff people should know. All of these factors have resulted in Ray getting a lot of callbacks or repeat business. Many entrepreneurs consider repeat business the best business. Depending on your industry, you probably have return customers at varying frequencies. For a nail salon, maybe every two to four weeks. For a hair salon, every few months. For Ray, it's all about making customers happy so they think of his team for other jobs. Yeah, I mean, we definitely want to give great work to the customer in hopes that they do call us back. We do great work. I don't believe in doing bad work. I've seen other contractors do bad work, and I always say, why do the bad work instead of doing something good so they can call you back? And I don't know. I've just been lucky. I, I could just say that with everybody's happy with the work, and I always get called back. Believe it or not, this year, about half of the work is nothing but callbacks. And I don't have to do very much paying for leads or anything like that. It's crazy. Come when it slows down, like in the wintertime, most of my calls are callbacks. It's Ray, hey, we got another project for you. This week, I probably had four callbacks that they want additional work done to their house. But I can't get to them. I tell them, I can't get to you until a month from now. It's just, it's, I'm swamped. 
To Ray, it was important to have a foundation of education and certification for his trade. For Nikki, that mattered. And she also pointed out how tricky it can be for homeowners. I understand the hard position that homeowners are put in. You know, same with a car owner trying to find a trustworthy mechanic. It's almost just as difficult to find a trustworthy carpenter, contractor, roofer, plumber, whatever it may be. But the honesty and integrity that I mentioned earlier, the energy of a situation feeds a lot to me. And the interaction from the very start with Ray was just so positive. And the honesty of like, yeah, we know we don't really want to do that because that's not our specialty. No, 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 don't pay us yet because we want to make sure you're happy. There was just a very different and honest approach that is very hard to come by in humanity, much less with a contractor. So just kudos to him and the the integrity he has behind his company. It's, It's pretty impeccable. Nikki cares about supporting local businesses, and she also cares about sharing those experiences online. Here's Nikki sharing a bit on what motivates her to review. So for me, it really is a lot about just the energy of an interaction. And it can be the lack of energy, just going into a blast spot that may get like a three-star. It could be a super positive energy like it was with Ray's company, or it could be something super negative. And it's usually that something stands out. Either I read reviews and they're really high and I don't agree, or they're really low and I don't agree. That's a big motivating factor. Whenever I do my reviews, I would say about 30, 40%. Or me saying, I don't understand why everybody's so upset at this place. It's amazing or whatever it may be. So it really is just the energy of an experience, whether it's physical presence being there or a conversation or response time. It could be any combination of things that motivates me. And I just felt like with this company in particular, he didn't have a Yelp presence. He was there, but he had no reviews. And I was like, well, that's not good. Like I look at Yelp first all the time. So wanted to get him off to a positive start, hopefully launch him in the direction of his other review sources as well that were all five stars. For Ray, reviews can be complicated. The reviews, I actually hated reviews. I didn't want my business to be known because I didn't want anybody to leave me a bad review because I don't feel that it's fair. So the thing is, it's that that's where it comes down to review. So if I get into a, a person like that, that's in the wrong, they can leave me a, a bad review and people will believe that and not know my side of the story and don't really care because they automatically take the side of the customer. And I don't believe that's right. That's why I don't like really reviews in my sense. They're really hard to get. Ray's feelings about reviews are so honest, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. It's really tough to get reviews because as humans, most of us don't have it in our nature to write online reviews for all the businesses we patronize. But there are those customers like Nikki, so you want to make sure you're always creating a memorable experience worth reviewing. Ray also mentioned wishing consumers could hear his side, and in a way, they can. On Yelp, business owners can respond to reviews both publicly and privately. Though I will say, you often don't want to use review responses to get into a back-and-forth dialogue with the reviewer. You want to use it as a way to address their review and maybe one or two concerns they mention. Then take that conversation offline and offer a way for them to get in touch or outline what you did to remedy the situation. To close us out, I wanted Ray to share some wisdom his dad imposed on him from a young age. 
One thing my dad always told me, he said, don't do anybody wrong. You don't want to be going to the mall and then ducking your head and then hiding from people, you know. And when I go into the mall, man, I got I never have to hide from nobody. I make sure everybody was taken care of and make sure everybody was happy with, with the project or the experience. And that concludes our episode. Be sure to subscribe so you get new episodes every Thursday. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take a thing or two away to implement in your own life. Whether it's a new idea that you can bring back to your business or a fresh perspective on how to be a positive influence as a consumer, we share these stories to inspire and create more meaningful connections in your local community. For more information about today's business or to connect with me, check out the show notes. Today's show featured conversations with Ray of Eagle Eye Roofing and Contracting and Nikki T, a reviewer living in the San Antonio area. Special thanks to Leanna Fang, who helped write this episode. To learn more, check out the episode blog post. And don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert each Thursday when a new episode comes out. To claim your own Yelp business page and start engaging with consumers, visit business.yelp.com. Starting this month, we have a special offer for our listeners who are interested in trying Yelp advertising. Use code BTRPOD300 to get started today. That's B-T-R-P-O-D 300 to get started today. And a $300 upfront credit will be applied instantly. Charges apply once credit is used. Cannot be combined with other offers. Any unused credit expires 90 days from date of acceptance. Eligible businesses only. Subject to Yelp's master advertising terms. This offer expires at the end of 2021. Our theme song is performed by Ali Schwartz and produced by Robbie G of Messerol Sound. The show was produced and edited by Entrepreneur Media.